Are you ready to uncover your retirement solution? Learn more as Jeremy Kyle and his guests guide you along the path of retirement and reveal the five steps you need to take to solve your retirement puzzle. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Retirement Revealed with Jeremy Kyle. Good morning, Jeremy. How are you? Good morning, Eric. How are you doing? I am fantastic. It's 2021. Yes. Well, <laughs> everyone knows that by now because yeah. they're probably listening to this in March or so. But this is yeah. our first podcast that we're recording in 2021. It just feels different and better than and we it did made it. eight days ago. I know, right? Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> we it. We made, made it. it. We made it. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Well, we're not here to talk about the new year, although this is fantastic and it's so good to be back with you again. Um, we're talking about designing the best retirement ever, right? That's what I hear. That's the rumor. Mm-hmm. The best. There's the best. A, that's it. Yeah, we're taking care of it. Yeah. All right. This this is it, folks. This is this is the podcast. Yeah, pay attention. That's right. We got it. Well, we're not we're not that full of ego. Not that totally full of ego. But I read an interview with Robert Merton in the Retirement Management Journal. Uh, we've talked about this before, where there's the Investments Wealth Institute, and they produce these fantastic magazines. I tell you, half the stuff we know comes from these retirement magazines. Just great articles, mm-hmm. great people. Uh, have you heard of Robert Merton before, Eric? I have. I have not. I have not gotten articles and, and read into him, uh, but I've actually had a couple discussions with other folks about him, and yeah, he sounds brilliant to me. Well, he should be. He won a Nobel Prize. Well, there right? you go. Back, See, uh, twenty plus years ago, wow. this guy won a Nobel Prize. So somebody who won a Nobel Prize is being interviewed in one of my favorite magazines, trying mm. to f- learn more about retirement. That's all we like to do every day is learn more about retirement. I thought we better pay attention, and the whole thing was gold. So we just want to share it with you. The article is going to be in the show notes. You can read it yourself. But let's just go through, talk about some different things that this Nobel Prize winner, Robert Merton, I'm guessing he's Dr. Robert Mm -hmm. Merton. I'm pretty sure he is. You got to be if you're that smart. He's talking through, how do you go about retiring? Uh, what's, What's the absolute best thing you need to do to get your retirement right on. And we figure if a Nobel Prize winner is talking about it, let's let's offer some ideas. Let's share some of what he's talking about. Yeah, so here's the thing. I think I think a lot of our audience would recognize the term cliff notes, right? Mm-hmm. You know, if you didn't have time to read the entire book, if you didn't have time to read everything, the cliff notes were, were the thing to go. And that's yeah. what I'm kind of yep. feeling this vibe from this podcast today is that you're the guy that does all the research. And I'm mm-hmm. here for the cliff notes. So perfect. I'll take it. <laughs> Thank you so I much for it. doing this. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Burton's talk about the question, uh, the answers to the question that all of our clients, all of the people we talk to uh, are trying to answer themselves. It's what is the best thing to do when you retire? You're looking at your social security. Should I take it early or later or in between? You're looking at your pension. Should I take a lump sum amount or monthly? You're looking at your investments. Should I be investing for growth? or income. You know, how do you answer all those questions? And for him, what he's talking about is the big problem for investors is it's not easy and you don't necessarily have all the info. Mm -hmm. And he tried to relate it to the idea of a car or a cell phone. You have no idea how the engine works or how the processor works. But if you're used to one car, if you're used to driving a Ford, let's say, and then all of a sudden you have to go drive a Chevy, like you go rent a car and it happens to be a different brand than what you're used to, you can still drive it because everything's built underneath the hood in a way with a cell phone, with a car, where you just know, know how to drive. That's all you have to do. Yeah. And when it comes to retirement, it is not like that. If you're trying to figure out what's best to do with your retirement, your pension might be completely different than your, your neighbors. 
-hmm. your investments might be completely different than your neighbors. Your own healthcare costs, your own just personal situation, everything's so completely different. It's just not easy. The products that are out there are not easy. The people that are selling you a variable annuity or a mutual fund or investment strategy, they might not be highlighting it in the easiest way to understand. So that's our goal here. doesn't matter what your situation is, married, single, older, younger, social security, pension, investment, housing costs, all that stuff. Our goal is to educate you so that you know more about your investments, mm -hmm. so you feel better about your investments, and then you'll make better decisions about your investments. Yeah. And the other part of it too, you've driven lots of different cars. You've driven lots of different times. Mm -hmm. How many times have you actually retired? Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, once. Yeah, you retire it, once. Absolutely. And and the it, it's so interesting that you made that analogy because it was either Buick or Oldsmobile. I don't know if you remember the, the advertisement. Just in the last few years, uh, their their tagline was something like, this isn't your father's Oldsmobile or this isn't your mm -hmm. father's Buick, whatever it was, sure. because they're trying to change the dynamic of what that, that name means. But yeah. truly, this isn't your father's retirement. I mean, the, yeah. the bells yeah. and whistles like that. that are on yeah. today's and all the different options that are on, you know, in today's retirement kind of situation. It's so much more complicated, in my, in my opinion, than it was 20, 30 years ago. And so if you're just going off of what you saw your dad do or you saw, you saw your uncle do, uh, well, this is what I should be doing. There's so much more, uh, just like all the different options on a car. You just have to learn a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's great. Think about it. I love that analogy. I got I to gotta remember that one. But think back to the, the 80s, the 90s, even the 2000s, early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Most people had a pension. Uh, Social Security kicked in at the full retirement age of 65. Now it's 67, basically, for, mm -hmm. for most people that are approaching retirement. So you had a, a pension. You had Social Security showing up at higher amounts sooner. And interest rates in the bank were 4 5 6%. Well, all that's out the window. So you're right on. This is not your father's retirement. Yeah. In a way, no one you know has probably faced this before. Thankfully for us, we face this every month, every mm -hmm. week, basically. There's mm -hmm. hundreds of people that we've helped face their retirement to make the different decisions. And we help them answer that, that question. And I love how the Dr. Merton there talks about what is the goal of a good retirement? A lot of people saying, I just want a good retirement. And of course, he's an academic so he has a pretty good answer. But to summarize it, he says, you want to cover your standard of living just before you retire. Right? Wouldn't you love to do that? Just be able to have the same standard of living mm -hmm. the week before you retire as the week after, except that with the week after, you're not working. Yeah. That's really the goal. And it's just so simple. Where he really talks about it is it's not about, did I get 7% or 17% in my investments? It's not even about your total income. He's talking about your standard of living income, the amount mm -hmm. of money you get to go spend on the fun stuff in life. That's mm -hmm. what he's talking about. And what I love is when a Nobel Prize winner agrees with me. Because <laughs> we've been talking about this for yeah. years. It doesn't matter about whether your taxes are up or down, your healthcare costs are up or down, if you saved a certain amount or your mortgage is there. What you care about is how much you get to spend every month mm -hmm. for the rest of your life. We like to focus on that first. What is your actual standard of living? That's the number one thing we're helping you figure out and solving for uh, in retirement is let's get your standard of living, if you can, as close to your standard of living before retirement, and let's solve for and increase up and down and gross up and do all the different things we got to do based on taxes and health costs and mortgage and, and savings and things like that. It's not about, oh, let's make 100 grand a year. Mm -hmm. 100 grand a year and half of it goes towards taxes and your mortgage doesn't do much for you. 
Yeah. Right. It's figuring out what's your standard of living. So I, I love that he's focusing on that first. What's that uh, positive reinforcement? I got some positive reinforcement reading that. Loved it that that's one of the things that we're looking at. Number one that we're looking at is what is your standard of living? Yeah. And how do you keep that as stable uh, throughout your retirement as you can? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's a great foundation. Yeah. Another thing he said is that you cannot have a stable value and a stable retirement income. Interesting thing. Let's dive into that. Yeah, I was going to say, bit. break that down for me. Yeah, so a lot of people hit retirement and they get to let's just let's pull a, a fancy big number out. Let's just say a million bucks. You hit a million bucks, you feel like you can retire, and then they almost have this goal of I can't let the million dollars go down. Mm-hmm, I have to keep mm-hmm. my principal intact. And he went through. He did a study. He proved this mathematically. He did a study in 2014. So I, I believe him that this is true, and it just reinforces everything we've seen. But if your thought is I want to have a million bucks. And I never, ever want to get below that, but I also want retirement income. Well, then your retirement income, your, your million-dollar principal, interest rates, yields, income, whatever you want to call it, that fluctuates up and down all the time. Mm-hmm. So if your goal is to actually keep that one account, that $1 amount exactly stable and just live off the income, your income is going to wildly swing up and down. Yeah. And so he was proving that you cannot have that exact stable income and that exact stable value at the same time. What's interesting, this is something else. I forget who I said said this about five, six years ago. I heard someone say, you know, the stock market back in 2007, 2008, 2009, it dropped in half. Mm-hmm. And that's no fun. You don't like to see your stock investments drop in half. And he said, well, a lot of people think the solution is to go buy like a CD or, or money market, you know, bank type investments, the interest rates, because those are stable. He said, you know what the interest rates did in about three months? They went from 5% to 0.5%. Everyone's worried about their mm. their principal dropping 50%. But if you thought the solution was to go put the money in the bank and live off the interest, your interest dropped 90%. So you think the safe solution is the bank. And when your interest drops by 90%, that just doesn't seem too safe to me. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so it's just great. I love that he uh, went through. And when you can prove mathematically that it's true, uh, then it's kind of interesting to know. It would be easy. Wouldn't it be great? I got a million bucks and I have a stable retirement income the rest of life. That's almost what everyone's shooting for. And what I love hearing about this from Dr. Merton is that it doesn't exist. Stop looking for what doesn't exist. And let's focus on some things that matter. And the number one thing that matters, in his opinion, is retirement income. You hit retirement your number one thing is to get retirement income. So let's make some decisions on how do we get that stable retirement income. Mm-hmm. He actually gave us in the article 10 things to be looking for to get that that good retirement. Hmm. He was talking a little bit more about how should a financial company go across this, but it's great because it's a process. A process is how you make good decisions. That's why we've got the five-step retirement income process. Love these 10 principles to achieving a good retirement that Dr. Merton mentioned. We're not going to go through all of them. We'll put them on the, the show notes on there, but I'm just going to highlight a few of them. Like you said, the Cliff Notes version of it. Mm-hmm. And his first principle was set the replacement income as the goal for retirement. So figure out what you need to replace, right? If you make a hundred grand a year, how much of that do you need to replace in retirement and set that as the goal. A lot of times they see people come in with their Excel spreadsheets and it's wonderful that they have those spreadsheets. It's good mm-hmm. that you're paying that close attention to your investments and your goals and what you need for retirement. But a lot of times they say, this is all going to work out 
if I make 7% in the market and inflation's at 3%. Okay, well, th that's not going to happen. It's going to change. It's going to swing all around. You can't set a goal of a certain investment return. You can't set a goal of an inflation amount because you have zero control over that. But you can't set the goal of, I figured out the right replacement income for me, and I'm going to figure out ways, decisions you can make on my pension, on Social Security, on my taxes, and my investments, so I can shoot towards that goal, as opposed to you know, what interest rate you get or, or things like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll, we'll put those 10 principles in there in the show notes. Perhaps we'll pl put in the blog uh, as well, too. But it's just great. It's good to have. That's a great question to have if you're trying to ask your financial advisor or find a financial advisor. What are your principles? What are your process? What's your process to develop a good retirement? What's important? What are you shooting for? Uh, that's maybe a great way to go through and, and ask, turn these not necessarily into principles, but turn them into questions. Yeah. And say, here's questions to ask the potential financial advisor of how do you go about setting up your retirement? What's what's the big goal uh, for that? Yeah, absolutely. So so can you give us some more examples? Yeah, definitely. The big thing is, and really you're just trying to answer the question is how do we improve your chance of meeting your retirement income goal, right? That's mm -hmm. what you're trying to do. You have a, a goal now and we realize after reading the article that retirement income is the big goal. It's not necessarily making a specific dollar amount or specific uh, interest rate in retirement. It's how do you meet that retirement income goal? And what's interesting about it is as the doctor went through, there's really only three ways you can get more assets, right? A lot of times you're focused on the asset, your investment accounts. There's really only three ways to get more money in a way. And that's either save more, work longer, or take more risks. And when it comes to saving more, well, you might not necessarily want to do that, although it's a great idea. So saving more is probably the first place to start. I think that's a, a reason he said that first. Working longer is something that you might not want to do or might not even be able to do, right? What if uh, you have some sort of disability situation? Mm -hmm. uh, what if you need to take care of a family member? What if your company shows up today and says, guess what? You're not working here tomorrow. Yeah. And then take on more risks. Well, it is a risk. So yeah. if you're trying to get more money, you take on more risks. It might work out even most of the time. The problem is you don't have a most of the time retirement. You have one retirement. If the goal is focusing on how do I grow more and get more just to be able to have an income, a lot of times I think what he's saying is you're just putting the cart before the horse. Your, your, your eyes are on the wrong prize. Mm -hmm. Your goal is to get a retirement income, a stable retirement income. And let's just talk about two ways. The two things that he said, uh, he said there's... And, his words, this is uh, Dr. Merton's words, there are only two ways that are practical that will really move the needle. And what he talks about is it's an annuity and it's a reverse mortgage. Hmm. We've talked about annuities, reverse mortgages before, and yeah. then we just had even a recent episode. It's within the last five or six where we've had somebody on talk about reverse mortgages. So we'll link to that in the show notes too. But let's just talk about those two. And it's interesting because you hear this all the time from the academics, people that are researching and trying to figure out what's the best way for people to go through and create a great retirement. And they always talk about people need more annuities. And they also talk about this idea of the reverse mortgage. So mm -hmm. let's just start with the annuity first. So I'm sure you've heard of an annuity. I know oh, you yeah. have. We've talked about yep. annuities and you're a smart guy. And Thank what's you. interesting about the word annuity is when a college professor shows up and says annuity, and a financial salesperson shows up and says annuity, 
they're com- talking about completely different things. Hmm. So just think through when somebody, when you hear that you need more annuities uh, from a college professor, from an economist, the idea of an annuity in the realest, truest sense is that you give up a lump sum of money so that you get a guaranteed monthly payment probably for the rest of your life if that's how you sign up for it. Mm-hmm. And that's what these academics are talking about. You have no idea how long your life is going to be. You need money for that entire life. So one of the best ways to go about making sure and getting rid of that risk of running out of money is to exchange, to give away, not give away, but to give over a lump sum of money so that you get a consistent monthly income coming back from that company. That's what they're talking about with an annuity. And what's interesting about it is it's basically a pension. A pension oftentimes sends you a letter saying you could take a lump sum out. You can take out 300 grand. And in exchange, you no longer get your monthly pension. So think of it of an annuity like a reverse lump sum pension, right? You already have the monthly amount coming from the pension. You've got the ability to get it. And the pension company sends you a letter saying, hey, if we stop paying you monthly, we'll give you a big dollar amount up front. Well, you can do the reverse. You can give over to a pension or insurance type company a big dollar amount and get that monthly amount. So, so understand when somebody talks about annuity from an academic standpoint, that's what they're talking about. And that you, you run the numbers, a lot of times that type of situation, that type of way to get income, it, it helps out. It helps out in so many ways because you take off that risk of that you can run out of money. Yeah. Now, when a financial salesperson shows up and talks about an annuity, they're talking about a whole lot of different things, but almost always it seems like they are talking about something called a deferred annuity, which means that you can turn this investment, you can turn this lump sum of money into a monthly payment later on. You just haven't done it yet. Yeah. And I've heard all kinds of research from the annuity companies saying that 90% of people that start off with an annuity with this thing called a deferred annuity never even turn into the monthly income. So if you're somebody really? that, yeah, it's amazing. Uh, it's where academically, scientifically even, they'd say, uh, speaking, the idea of this annuity, this monthly income is a great thing for your retirement. And then the financial salesperson comes in and says, hey, buy an annuity. What they're talking about is buy a deferred annuity, which is basically just an investment. You need to compare that investment to your mutual funds or to Mm -hmm. your bank accounts, your different other investment options, especially because if the studies are correct, which why wouldn't they be? 90% of the time, you never annuitize it. You never turn it into the monthly amount. What they're really selling you is just another investment. They're not selling you this monthly Mm. uh, guarantee in a way. So it's, it's, you got to look at it differently. When the financial salesperson comes in, look at it as an investment, evaluate the costs and the benefits as an investment, and then understand, hey, if you need a monthly amount coming in and all the academics say it's a great idea, look for the type of annuity, which oftentimes is called an income annuity or an immediate annuity. Those are the ones that they're really talking about. So it's, a, it's an interesting thing. Just understand there's a different definition based on kind of who's talking about it. Jeremy, two of the things that you just said, well, multiple things that you just said there, really were kind of a, a barely even scratching the surface of those topics, right? I hadn't heard what you said about the annuity in the way a college professor would present it. Um, and the deferred annuity, that statistic actually was very shocking to me. Um, so I know that people 
listening to this probably have questions. So at the end of this, I know that I'm going to be asking you for some contact information for the audience, uh, because if you're listening to this right now and you're a little confused, don't worry about it. <laughs> it is very confusing. Uh, and so Jeremy couldn't possibly go into it to explain it or else we'd be here for the next two hours. So um, I will be asking you for contact. I hope you're ready for that. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you just said it right there. So head on out to KyleFP, K-E-I-L-F-P.com. Uh, there's places to, to contact us, send us an email, send us a message. Right. And it is important, yeah. especially this idea with annuity. There's a lot of costs that are associated with these deferred mm -hmm. annuities a lot of times. And what's interesting about the academics is they always assume, well, there's no cost, there's no taxes. Well, of course it looks great on paper when there's no costs and no taxes. Mm -hmm. And we just want to make sure that when you have an annuity or you're looking at an annuity, we'll tell you what, anyone that's wanting to look at annuities, a financial salesperson showed up and said, you should buy this annuity. Give us a call. We won't charge a dollar. We want to take a look at that annuity for you yeah. and, and make sure that it's the right one for you uh, or perhaps you even make the best use out of it. We, we look at that all the time. We're very familiar with these different types of annuities. Happy to do that for anyone. And we just want to bring up too, a lot of times, this is interesting. Sometimes People come in, clients come in, prospects come in, and they're saying, hey, I want an annuity. I've heard it's a good idea. So let me uh, let me go out and get that annuity. I said, that's fine. You're clearly caring about your monthly income. You don't mm -hmm. want to run out of that monthly income. Let's make sure you get that in the lowest cost way possible. Lowest cost, best interest. And related to that, your pension and your Social Security are probably the lowest cost, highest interest rate you can ever find. Mm. One of the big reasons is no one's making a commission when you decide to defer and take your pension later on, or you decide to take it as a monthly amount compared to getting the lump sum. No one's making a commission on your Social Security when you decide to defer your Social Security. And Social Security set their interest rates basically when they figured this all out back in 1983. Mm. Interest rates, longevity, a lot of stuff has changed in the last 40 years, basically. The annuity companies, they're looking at that on a monthly situation. So chances are the best interest, the best uh, longevity rates that are there, the lowest commission, because there's none, is oftentimes trying to maximize what you already have with your pension and what you already have with your, your Social Security. So keep that one in mind. Yeah. We talked about the reverse mortgage in a prior episode. So I'm just going to let that go as far as mm -hmm. go back, listen to that episode. We'll link to it. But a few things that Robert Merton said is that with a reverse mortgage, your house is one of your biggest assets. Mm -hmm. Your goal is having retirement income. You don't pay back the reverse mortgage. You most likely get an income out of a reverse mortgage for as long as you live. And financially, it's better for your beneficiaries to just be rid of the house. So he said, not that everybody does a reverse mortgage in retirement, but everybody should consider it as an important retirement funding source, is yeah. his exact quote on there. And that's a great thing to look at, is it's not that everyone should take a lump sum pension or do a monthly. Not that everyone should take their Social Security early or later, or set up an annuity or reverse mortgage. But everyone should be considering that. And we'll leave you that with these, uh, those principles that Dr. Merton uh, gave out there. We'll put that in the show notes. It's the idea is that when you're trying to go through your retirement, don't just try to solve problems right away. Don't just try to solve problems individually. The idea is go through a process of what are your goals? What are the places that you can take 
to meet those goals? And how do you put the puzzle together to make sure that your retirement is a good retirement? Mm -hmm. That's what everyone's looking for. And when you have a process, you're more likely to get it. Yeah. And, and I will say this, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, you know, I could never do a reverse mortgage. You know, I, I want to be able to give my kids the house. I want to have something to leave them. I want to have something to leave my grandkids, so on and so forth. I will tell you from personal experience, as, as your children, <laughs> we would rather see you secure, happy, <clears throat> living the best retirement you can without worries, without the stress, being able to have the freedom you know, if that's something that a reverse mortgage would provide you, then possibly get your house in 25 years. Let's just be honest, right? right? Yeah. It, it's, it, I would, it, yeah. So I've seen it work really, really well for people. And again, I'm not endorsing it. I'm just saying that please consider it as part yeah, of an overall okay. plan and reach out to Jeremy and, and talk to him about it mm -hmm. because uh, it, it can be life-changing. And so that that's what I think your kids would want. So that's my two cents, Jeremy. I hear you. I hear you. Good. All right. Well, I think I think we've hit it all. Yeah. Eric. I think we've, so too. We've, we've wrapped it all up. The idea is just what we said. There are things that you need to consider. There are processes that you need to go through. We've got our five step retirement income process. You can check it out on our website, KyleFP.com, K E I L F P dot com. Love to have you give us a call. It's two six two three 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 eight three five three. Looking forward to talking to everyone. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremy, again, thank you so much for your time. And of course, the last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast with Jeremy Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way when Jeremy comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. And if you know anybody who's approaching retirement or, or even at, at, at the doorstep, share this one with them. It's, it's great information. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Kyle Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day. And we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. Content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.